Hi, welcome to Your Business, Your Rules. I'm Kat LeBlanc. This is the podcast for people who want to start and grow an online location independent business so they can live a life of freedom and choice on their own terms. Welcome to episode 41, Mindset. What does it mean and my mindset routine? Mindset can seem like this really wishy-washy thing. I remember when I started my business, I believed I could get to where I wanted to be just by working hard. I didn't really understand all the talk about mindset and because at the time I didn't understand it, I basically ignored it. That only got me so far though, and once I understood the power of mindset, I was able to break new ground. So I want to explain what mindset is, exactly how it affects you, and what I do daily and on a as-needed basis to keep my mindset on track. Cambridge Dictionary defines mindset as a person's way of thinking and their opinions. Boiled down, what it really comes down to is what you believe. We talked about this in episode 33, why you must only surround yourself with positive people. And in that episode, I talked about the cycle of influence, which is where your environment affects your beliefs, which affects your decisions, which affects your results. So here, your mindset is your beliefs. And the thing about your beliefs is you believe they're true. As basic as that sounds, it's really important. No one goes around truly believing something and at the same time thinking it's not true. We accept that people have different opinions, but we always believe we're right. Because if we weren't right, we'd believe something else, right? And we are making all of our decisions based on what is true in our own world because that is the truth to us. So if I believed I wasn't capable of running a business, my decisions would have led to me not starting, which would have meant my results would have been me staying in corporate. Now that was a really big picture example and we're usually aware of the big stuff some of the obvious things that we think about ourselves, like, for example, I'm an introvert or I'm an extrovert or I'm a good driver or people generally like me. But frequently, we have no idea about beliefs we made decisions on years and years ago while we were very young and making sense of the world. So here's an idea of what our mindset could look like. And if you check out the show notes or the blog, you'll be able to see a diagram for this. So at the very top, we have state. State is our mood right now. Some days you feel like you could take on the world and other days are basically duvet days. Everything doesn't seem as great and you would prefer to stay in bed. So that's your state at the very tip. Then moving down are your conscious beliefs. So these are the beliefs that you are aware of. But as you'll see, if you look at the show notes or reading the blog, you have a lot more subconscious beliefs than conscious ones. And this is simply because 95% of brain activity happens without our awareness. Most of the time we're run on autopilot by our subconscious. This is part of being human and enables us to deal with everyday known situations easily without having to consciously work out what to do each time. 
But here's the scary part, and I love how Dr. Bruce Lipton explains it. He says, Your subconscious beliefs are working either for you or against you. But the truth is that you are not controlling your life because your subconscious mind supersedes all conscious control. So when you're trying to heal from conscious level citing affirmations and telling yourself you're healthy, there may be an invisible subconscious program that's sabotaging you. Oh my God, right? So to show you how this can happen and what you can do to stop it happening, I'm going to share my mindset routine. And at this point, I'm going to just imagine that no one else is listening because that makes me feel less self-conscious. And I'm going to do this using that model of step one, looking at your state, and then step two, conscious beliefs, step three, subconscious beliefs. And as a bit of context, I really had no idea about this stuff in the past. As a kid, I watched American TV shows and it really was a mystery to me why everyone needed to have a shrink. I mean, didn't they have any friends, right? This was so strange to me. Then during my divorce in the mid-2000s, I finally got it a bit more after I had literally cried on every single one of my friends in every restaurant in town for a good year that it's actually really healthy and good to have someone else to talk to. And one mind-bending 90-minute psychology session later, I was able to kind of fix my stuff around that and move on. But pretty much until being in business, I got all of my results in life through deciding to do something and putting in the effort to make it happen. And then in business, I really uncovered all of this mindset stuff because I kept reaching plateaus and realized I needed something else around my work to work at my best. So step one of mindset work, working on your state. This is where I started. Essentially, I was managing myself as I had no manager to do it for me. And I still do this. And you really can completely change how you feel each day. And that's essentially a way of setting yourself up to win. I'm aware of the fact that some of this will make some people think, well, when does she get to do any work? And I'll admit, the longer I've been in business, the more of this I do simply because it works for me. So please be aware this isn't a prescription. Think about what could work for you and what would be helpful for you. I literally tried everything I could find and landed on this combination that works best for me. So this is what I do every workday. First, my five-year memory book. I write in my five-year memory book what happened yesterday. It's literally a three-line entry and you can see what you wrote on that day for the last however many years you've been entering it, which for me is two years. So why do I do that? I do it because it's fun and it helps me also see the big picture of how every year I grow more, enjoy life more and just develop as a human being, right? Next, I do my money tracking. I track how much cash I received so far that month and how much business I've closed. I learned this from Denise Duffield Thomas. I do this because it makes me feel better to know where I'm at. Then I do some journaling. I write a short entry in my journal about what's happening right now and how I'm feeling. And I do this because I process things well when I write them down and I find it grounding. I get anything out that needs to be said. It's like a processing thing. 
then gratitude. I write down three things I'm grateful for that happened yesterday. And I learned this from Sean Acker. And I do this just because it makes me feel great. I also use his doubler idea, which is where you write down or think about one positive experience that happened yesterday for two minutes. And I find this really lifts my day. Then meditation. Yes, we're still going. I close my eyes, step into what life will be like when I've achieved whatever I'm focusing on creating right now. And this was a thing that took me the longest to want to do, but I find it really helps me feel into what I'm trying to create and why it's important to me. Lastly, goals and mantra. So I read my goals out loud, why they're important to me. And if I don't do this, I get lost in the minutiae. I need to actually read what it is as well as mentally step into it in the meditation. So all of this takes about half an hour. Sometimes I get sidetracked and forget and then generally I won't have a great day. And when I think like, why am I feeling frazzled? Why are things bothering me? It's because I didn't do this ritual at the beginning of the day. When I do it, I feel calm, focused and excited about what's going to happen for the day when I'm doing this in the morning. Step two of mindset work, working on your conscious beliefs. So now we're getting a level deeper. And remember, again, this isn't a prescription. This is what I do and why I do it. You are a completely different person and should do what feels right for you. Some of what happens in that daily routine above does work on my conscious beliefs. Because I find if you do this long enough that you do start to internalize them. But the main purpose for me here is to move what was a subconscious belief or automatic behavior into the area of consciousness so I actually realize what I'm doing and then because I have some awareness around it, I'm able to work on it. I see a psychologist once a month and I started doing this because of other stuff that was going on in my life and continued because I found it so incredibly helpful to unpack all the stuff that's going on in my life. It enables me to be consciously aware of things I was previously doing on autopilot. Like it's literally fascinating. As an example, I recently discovered that I had, I no longer have, but I had this subconscious belief. And I really can't believe this when I say it. So I believed people are scary, volatile, difficult to deal with, emotional and demanding. Seriously, like a what the fuck moment when I realized this. I had been running that on a subconscious level, so in the bottom of the pyramid. While consciously I had a lot of friends, great relationships at work, in my business and at home, right? It came from some traumatic experiences in my early childhood and I really had no idea that I thought that. Once I discovered this, I was able to clear it and that's step three which then led me to feel much more relaxed about certain elements of my business. The other thing that I do to increase my awareness, and by that I mean make the subconscious conscious, is a program called Holosync. So Holosync is brain entrainment software that puts you into a deep meditative state. And I use this to go to sleep each night. I am a huge fan. And honestly, if I were to choose one of these things to recommend to anybody, it would be that. Okay, so step three of working on your mindset, working on your subconscious beliefs. So what do you do when you're in that situation that Dr. Bruce Limpton described, which is you want something, 
but your subconscious doesn't want it and you can't win against your subconscious because it's running the show 95% of the time. What you do is pull out the big guns. There are techniques that you can use that directly influence the subconscious mind. The ones that I'm aware of and have tried are kinesiology, EFT, hypnotherapy and NLP. And this is the point where I would encourage you to do your own research. From my understanding, kinesiology enables you to access what your subconscious really wants and enables you to work with it to change those subconscious beliefs. Hypnotherapy enables you to access and influence the subconscious. EFT enables you to clear the emotional charge around different areas in your life so it no longer affects you in the same way. I've also heard about theta healing and other methodologies. Each person will have his or her own preferences and a qualified practitioner can give you much more specific information about each modality. Truly, I think we all have our own stuff, our own beliefs, behaviours, things that we're doing that hold us back. There isn't a single one of us that sailed through life unscathed by any negative events. It's literally impossible. We've all developed beliefs about ourselves and we make decisions based on those beliefs. Our decisions then go on to affect our results. So this stuff really, really matters. Yes, you need to also do the work, But you'll find you'll approach the work differently the more you delve into this mindset work and the more you'll grow and the more you're capable of. And honestly, I found the more you do this, you become capable of things that you never dreamed possible for yourself. So I really encourage you to dive in, think about this stuff, explore what works for you. This has been a multi-year project for me, like trying all these different things. Yeah, and just see what works for you. It will really, really help you move forward in your business and also in your personal life as well. Thanks for listening to Your Business, Your Rules. I'm Kat LeBlanc. If you like this show, I'd love you to subscribe, share and leave a review on iTunes. And if you'd like to continue the conversation, head over to my website at katleblanc.com. Until next time.